It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, folks, and welcome to the Flying Whipper Production Studios. I am Drew. I'm here with my trusty cohort, Brother Bob, working the working the behind the scenes. Who continues well. never to be on screen. Yes, someday you will be revealed. <laughs> we will unmask you. And then I'll be wearing another mask. <laughs> well, folks, we hope you're having a great evening. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about the NFL draft, of course. Uh, talk a little baseball. I had a division rundown where I was going to look at the NL West, and uh, Bob told me uh, last week, Dodgers, forget about it. And uh, I think you're right. Yeah, it's maybe a little bit tighter than that, but, I mean, the the Dodgers have spent the money. That's for damn sure. They've spent the money, and they got the team. We're also going to – we have a new thing called TMZ Sports where I kind of scroll down and talk about various sports items and then stick around for our trivia where I test Bob's trivia knowledge, he tests mine, and we will test yours out there also. So a lot of fun. If you want to make any comments, just go ahead and make a comment on the screen. Uh, we should be live on Facebook right now if you're watching. Having gotten all those niceties out of the way, Bob, uh, one nicety we got out of the way was the NFL draft. And, uh, yes, I know you hate it, Bob, but we are talking football in May. I'm okay talking football in May. Okay. I thought you had a beef with. No, 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 no. Talking Cowboys in May. No, it's talking Cowboys ever. Cowboys ever. And it's talking the NBA before Christmas. Well, they had a shitty draft, so I don't think uh, we'll have to talk about the Cowboys. So, <laughs> where do you want to go with the draft? I don't That's know who's who, who. Who do you think? Who do you think really, really outperformed on this year's draft? Well, I'll get to that, um, but I'm going to announce my big winner in the draft here in a few minutes. Okay. Uh, so my winners, I, I like the Ravens. They got Ojabo from Michigan. Uh, he was injured. I had a very serious injury and probably would have been a top 10 to 15 pick. So he's going to have to sit out a year. They got him at number 45. Mm-hmm. And then probably the number one center, in the draft, a uh, kid from Iowa, Linderbaum. Okay. I thought he was a nice pickup. So I thought the Ravens did very well in their draft. But, you know, what do I know? I picked the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl last year. It wasn't a bad pick, but it we just saw, it, 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 it didn't go down that way. And the AFC is just really, really tight. Yeah, we saw how well that went down. Um, another winner, it's my Bengals. Just going to say it. Okay, I'm 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 fine with that. They have some guys, some hard hitters, Jesse Bates and a couple others that are, uh, as usual, this is what we do in Cincinnati on sports teams. They're on one-year contracts. So, you know, there's a good chance we could possibly lose them. So I like the fact that we went out and got some defensive help. Uh, we picked up Dax Hill, mm-hmm. uh, another Michigan alum. Safety out of Michigan. Very solid. Uh, Cam Taylor Britt, a cornerback. Mm-hmm. And uh, both of them come with good credentials. They have good college careers. And I think they'll be well-groomed to take the place of uh, anyone that we could be losing in that defensive backfield here 
uh, possibly as early as next year. Yeah, and and went down uh, with the what is it a overall? And I'm trying to figure out where he was picked, but finally got an offensive tackle from North Dakota State. Yeah, I think he went third. Big, big corn-fed boy. What I like about that corn-fed boy, he's durable. He can play guard or tackle. 6'6", 315. Yeah, he's a monster, but uh, I like the fact that he can play guard or tackle. So, you know, with the Bengals, we made some improvements. Like I said, we got the uh, mm-hmm. – we got the um, – Offensive lineman that we signed in free agency from the Cowboys, Leo Collins. Yeah. And he's a solid pro. Uh, I know we had a couple other signings and then picking up this kid in the third round. Uh, I'm happy for one. For once, I'm, I'm happy with the Bengals. Not their number one, their two, their three, but, you know, throughout the entire draft, uh, I liked everybody they picked. As a matter of fact, this was one of those few drafts where I went through the entire uh especially the third round, because what I learned is generally from the first, second, and third round in the NFL, they're going to get about 70% of the winning snaps throughout the NFL career. Mm -hmm. That was a stat that I I wasn't aware of. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was listening to an interview with uh, Booger McFarland from ESPN and he actually went one, one more round. He said, you know, go down through the fourth round and 70 to 80% of these guys are going to find Time on Sunday. Yeah. When you get to the fifth through the seventh round, those are where you're, you're where you're taking a flyer. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting. They um, said that they did a study that sometimes the the signings after the draft, mm-hmm. those kids have a better chance of making it for whatever reason than some of the fifth, sixth, seventh picks. Yeah. And you know, it just may be hard, maybe something to prove. But I thought that was kind of interesting. So, yeah, once really you get past the third or fourth round, it's, you know, unless you're a Brady, they're just a freak of nature. Well, you know. but there's, yeah. There will be that guy out there. There will be uh, someone who got picked in the sixth round, fifth round, who will probably be in the Hall of Fame in 15 years. Yeah, something like that. So I like the day, uh, like I said, I like the Cowboys. Or Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Freud, Freudian slip. Uh, like my Bengals. Uh, worst. Uh, I thought the Bears had a bad draft. Um, their offensive lines, I think they gave up more sacks during the regular season than my Bengals. Did. They were number one giving up sacks last year, 58. And, of course, uh, Dalton probably accounted for a lot of those because he's a statue. But still with Justin Fields back there, he was running for his life, mm-hmm. and uh, they went into the third round before they got an offensive lineman. So they need a lot of help on the offensive line, and I didn't see anything that stood out to me uh, in their draft. So I'm going to mark them down as a loser. Okay. Uh, well, it's it's not like they've outperformed in the draft. I, I, I still chuckle with my Bears fans' friends that we kind of – draft stole from them when, when we got them to trade up for Trubisky. (laughs) I'll get to a trade up team here in a minute, but it was, I I mean, refresh my palate. I mean, it, it was a, it was an interesting draft. I mean, we had one quarterback in the first round. Think about that. Think about 
this isn't your daddy's NFL. And this actually told you or told me the weakness of the of, of the, the quarterback NFL ready quarterback this year. They're just, it's obvious the teams out there just didn't think there was a, a franchise type quarterback. Well, I'm, I've never been a big fan of overspending the way you have to, to get up into that first round for a quarterback. The only thing that a, that a first round pick gives you is that cheaper quarterback and a fifth year option. That that first round gives you that fifth year option. But I mean, I like the hometown kid makes good staying in Pittsburgh, but I don't see any of the three actually of the three. There's only one that I see that possibly uh, has his NFL ready. And that's actually Matt Corral. And I think he went like 108, and he went to uh, the Panthers. So mm-hmm. obviously they're trying to put a little pressure on Darnold here to to step up. But yeah, we'll see. I think Crowell can give him a run in camp. Apparently there were some issues, whether they can be substantiated or not, that he had some off the field and some drinking uh, alcohol issues. But that mm-hmm. may have caused his draft stock to drop. But in my opinion, I think over the course of the next four or five years we'll find out that he was probably the best quarterback in this draft class. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, a lot of, a lot of people have upside for Malik Willis um, going to the Titans uh, out of Liberty. I mean, what do you think about uh, Tannehill saying that's not my job to mentor him? I'm okay with that. I'm totally, I'm, I mean, I'm totally okay with that. I mean, they're in competition and trying to take your job. Yeah. I mean, it, it isn't, it, it isn't your job to mentor him. And, and, and Tannehill was incredibly open and honest about where he was after losing that playoff game, came out, said he was in a dark place, did some, you know, did some therapy to get through it. So, Hey, did, he doesn't have to be this, this dude's mentor. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to displace Tannehill anytime soon, but we'll see. Uh, one of my other losers was the Colts. I mean, giving up a first rounder for Wentz, we talked about it at the time. It didn't make a lot of sense to me. <laughs> I hear a chuckle back there. Yeah, Wentz. I gotta love North Dakota State boys having lived there for a while, but yeah, he's he's ended up being being a little bit of a bust. And again, it's it, it's that it's that availability thing. Yeah, availability is a skill, and he does not have it. I agree. Uh, the other worst, uh, I didn't like, uh, I'm not sure what Bill Belichick's up to. Maybe it's the genius of Belichick, but he traded up a few times for picks that they were saying he could have probably gotten if he had waited. Did, and, uh, did you watch the Sean McVay and the general manager of, of the Rams reacting to him picking Cole Strange from Chattanooga in the first round? Yeah, that was a, a That was a strange pick. <laughs> Because uh, they said he's a good center, but they said they probably could have gotten him if late second, maybe even early third. Yeah. But, you know, I guess. Bill I Bill- mean, they they had a need there, and he's projected to be a day one starter, which is which is kind of one of the things with, the, with these linemen, both on the defensive and offensive side, is they are going to be immediate impact players. Yeah. It's, it's a little different. For this, for the hands positions, I think unless you're, a, you know, a wide receiver and a fast wide receiver, but some of those quarterbacks, 
they're not going to they're not going to be effective in that in that first first season yeah. at all. Well, we'll see how he does. I mean, no one touches the football more than the center and the quarterback during a game, and it looks like they're going to thrust him into that role. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see how he does. Uh, my winner, hands down. Love their draft. I've I've been watching the NFL draft since I was a kid. When I believe they used to do it like on Thursdays and Fridays, and I'd skip school to watch it. Um, the Jets. Who would have thought that every single pick uh, the New York fans would be clapping? It's the first of my lifetime. Well, may, maybe it's so many years of ineptitude. <laughs> failing to their expectations yeah. that they're like, we, we, we got to be happy about something, but they had a, they had a pretty good haul of picks to work uh, with. Well, let's go through their picks. They got uh sauce Gardner, the cornerback. And I watch that kid play, man. He, he's sticky. I mean, he, he is solid. He's NFL ready. Uh, he's super glue when it's covering receivers. Then they got Garrett Wilson, who I absolutely love. He's a Buckeye. And if you watch the highlights of him, um, and Buckeye fans can attest to this, I mean, he reminds me a lot of Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. Not Hopefully it won't be the head case that Odell was, but I'm talking about the acrobatic catches and the athletic ability. To me, he was probably the most athletic uh, receiver in the draft. Now, yeah, there were some that were bigger. There were some that had bigger wingspans, but I mean, as far as separation and catching the ball, it's it just amazing. But here was what really made the draft. And I talked about this guy on the show a couple of weeks ago, and Jeff mentions it when he watches basketball and he he kind of scouts these kids. And he said every once in a while, there'll be that, that kid will make him kind of lean forward and like, mm-hmm. who's that guy? And when I watch the NFL Combines, there was a guy that kind of made me stand up and say, who is that guy? And that's the uh, kid from Florida State, Jermaine Johnson. And they got him at 27 or 28. 26. Which to me was an absolute steal. When he kept falling and falling, I was crossing my fingers that maybe the Bengals, would, he, would, he would fall to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, with Gardner, Wilson, and Jermaine Johnson, you literally got what I would consider to be three top 10 picks right there. Yeah. And they, and they traded back into the first round. They, yeah. they lost him. They were, they were projecting to possibly get him, you know, in that top 10, but they took Garrett Wilson with their 10th pick. And then I guess when, when he dropped down and was available at the 26, they traded back into the first round from Tennessee. Yeah. And you know, it, it gets better from there. Uh, they got Hall with the 36 pick who, if you look at all the charts, and I've seen him play, uh, solid, great running back. He was considered to be the best running back in the draft, mm-hmm. which again speaks to today's NFL. This isn't your daddy's NFL, is it? Who'd no. Ever, who'd ever ever thought the first running back in the draft would be thirty sixth? Yep, falling into the second round, and it wasn't expected that he was going to fall into the second round. So that was another one where it kind of it kind of fell back into. Uh, the, the, the Jets pocket, you know, at that fourth, fourth position in the second round. So good, yeah. good on the Jets. But then it, it gets even better. So, you know, Ohio State's got so many outstanding wide receivers. Two of them got picked back to back, Wilson and Olave. 
And then the next guy transferred from Ohio State. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. I think he went to Alabama. It's, it escapes me. But they got Jeremy Ruckert. He's the tight end for Ohio State. And if you watch him play, he's big and strong, and he catches footballs. Yep. But the only problem was there wasn't enough footballs on the field when you're playing tight end for Ohio State. Yep. So this kid's solid. I mean, the Jets, I'm going to go out on a, on a limb here and say, if they find a quarterback in the next 10 years to support this draft class, uh, they'll be in good shape. Well, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. But I mean, but but the nice thing for the Jets is, I mean, in addition to his ability to catch balls, pretty darn good blocker as well. Yeah, he's solid. Well, maybe the Jets can tank it this year and pick up Bryce Young from Alabama with the first pick next year. He will go number one next year. We'll see. That's a no-brainer. We'll see. Mark it. Uh, your 49ers, any thoughts on them? I thought they had a horrible draft. They they didn't move anybody. They're still in limbo with Jimmy G. Uh, I haven't heard anything more about Debo. What's he going to do? I, I'm still of the mind that Debo needs to stay for, for Debo's production. He needs to stay in San Francisco. Well, you're not his agent. No, I'm not his agent and, and I'm not Debo. And I, I, I was, t- I was talking, I was talking to, I was talking to someone a couple days ago about this. You know, if Debo thinks he just wants to be a wideout, I'm sorry. There's, there's a handful of really good wideouts and I don't think he's, he's better than the best out there. His his key, his his gem, is he's multifaceted. He can run out of the backfield. He can be that weird position video game player that Lynch and Shanahan talk about. Yeah. I don't know if any other offensive coordinator is going to use him in that way. And if if, if they're going to trade him and he's just going to be a wideout, I'm sorry. I, I don't think we're going to hear much of him for the rest of his career. We'll see what happens there. And, and Jimmy G, does he stay? Is there going to be another year of uh, con- well, not controversy, but uncertainty of his future? Well, that's, I mean, that was that was another of the weird things. Not not only Jimmy Garoppolo, but Baker Mayfield. What's what's happening with Baker Mayfield? No, nobody wants him either. Um, I think. So I propose a trade right now. Baker Mayfield for Ryan Tannehill. Problem solved. Two quarterbacks that. The fans aren't happy with the players aren't happy. Just, just flip them. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. And, and, and as to Garoppolo, I think one of the problems with Garoppolo is that shoulder injury mm-hmm. and people are a little, a little put off by that and, and putting something behind him. And Garoppolo's got, you know, got that availability problem. He every now and then goes down, but when he is on all, all everyone's hate, everyone who's, who's got the hate, you know, shirt on, Stop hating on Jimmy Garoppolo. The boy is effective when he's healthy, but it's the when he's healthy. I don't know if I hate him because he just sucks or if I hate him because you like him. I think you hate him because he's so bloody handsome. Yeah, but that doesn't uh, translate into a quality NFL career. Yeah, but he's yeah, but he's got a good endorsement with Subway. Let's just say that uh, the genius of Bill Belichick knew what he was doing. Well... <laughs> Yes and no. I I don't know how you predict injury proneness. Is that your excuse? 
Um, I'm just saying again, and when he's healthy, he is a very, very serviceable quarterback. Okay. Joe Burrow, he is not. I am okay with him not being Joe Burrow. He's not an elite quarterback. He's not the quarterback that's going to take your team to the Super Bowl. Serviceable, a good, solid veteran backup somewhere. Absolutely. Oh. But but the leader of the pack that's going to – you could put him on any team right now. You pick the team, and he doesn't take him to a Super Bowl. Pick the team. The 49ers. Well, yeah, okay, thank you. He doesn't take them to the Super Bowl. He didn't take them to the Super Bowl because he got injured in that game against Dallas. If my aunt had nuts, his, she'd been his, my uncle. His shoulder was gimpy. His shoulder was gimpy. Yeah. And even with the gimpy, they shoulder still gimpy. went They still went to Green Bay and beat Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Shoulder gate. Well, uh, let, me, let me just say this in defense of your 49ers, okay? Their draft sucked, but they did find a replacement for him with the last pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. He will be a replacement for Jimmy G. How? Mr. Irrelevant. Did you know that? He was the last pick. If your last name is Purdy, please, please pick a run-of-the-mill generic name for your children, not Brock. I just like that, that little run on words there, Purdy, please. <sighs> Purdy, please don't name your kid Brock. <sighs> that does sound really white, doesn't it? And he is pretty Caucasian. And he's <laughs> better than Jimmy G. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Brock Purdy, I am sorry, Mr. Purdy. I really, really hope you got a good education at Iowa State. You're not playing in the NFL. Well, he, well, you never know. He's going to be third on the depth chart, probably. Yeah. Um. So enough of the NFL draft, unless you got anything to add to it. It was fun. It was exciting. I enjoyed watching it. I think 90% of the teams that drafted, you know, scored well. Uh, I didn't see anyone that absolutely had a horrendous draft. So at some point, it seemed like everybody kind of addressed their needs and nobody overspent any capital to get draft picks other than, you know, the aforementioned, I think the Colts did a little bit with this, this is the week when we're all Super Bowl contenders and we're all got unbridled optimism about their teams. And in about six months, many of those feelings are going to be dashed. Well, if, you're, <laughs> if you're a Cincinnati Reds fan, which I am, uh, you're out. Uh, it's not six months. It's six weeks and you're completely out of the race. Yeah, that's how I feel about At the for- Giants fans, Jets fans. Cowboys fans, Cowboys will keep their fans on the hook till about the middle of December. That's true. <laughs> and then they'll lay an egg in the first playoff they'll game. They'll lay, lay an egg in the first round. And then they'll say, if, so, if so-and-so just hadn't gotten injured, if if Jimmy G's shoulder would have been better, he would have... Oh, that's right. That's the 49ers. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, watch watch it there. The, the Cowboys have a historical trend of failing in the first round of the playoffs. The 49ers do not. Do the, not. The, the Cowboys, to me, are the funnest team to watch lose. Because I had lived in Dallas for a while. Of course, I've been in San Antonio now for the last 20 years. And to me, it is 
absolutely entertaining finding the unique and crazy ways that team loses football games. And it's just amazing going back each week when they do lose. Yeah. How they lose. Yeah. To wit, the last playoff game, that was a fun way to watch them lose. Watching Dak run and stumble and then try to get up and well, watching that, the clock run out. That that game should have been much, much worse. It, it should have been much, much worse for the Cowboys. I agree. Again, that was, that was you laugh at me if you want. That was Jimmy G's gimpy arm. But it was still fun watching them lose. Oh, yeah. It's always fun watching the Cowboys Even if lose. it was your 49ers, I'll still enjoy that. Well, 49ers have the Cowboys number. I'm sorry. So a couple of weeks ago, I gave the NL East. I had picked the Phillies, but, man, your Mets are on, in fuego right now. It's it's that pitching staff, and 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 we'll we'll see how it how it pans out over time. Max Scherzer has four wins already, ERA at two point six seven. The boy is a beast. All he does is win, and wherever he goes, the teams win behind him. He's yeah, he he's almost a Tom Brady of Major League Baseball yeah. to a certain extent. It's the defying old man time. How old is he pushing now? Is he like 37, 36, 37, something like that? And still out there. Up. Still out there winning games and playing well. Oh yeah, I I I would not want to find. He's thirty seven years old. I would not want to cross him in a dark alley. I, I think I think I'd be hurt, especially if he has a baseball in his hand. Well, but yeah. I was going to do the NL West: um, Rockies, Giants, San Diego, Dodgers win the division. <laughs> they picked up Freddie Freeman, so the strong got stronger. They got Betts. They got Kershaw. You know, on champs, they're they're the paper champs, but they don't have a lot of World Series wins to to, to prove that every year they're the paper champs. Which, well, you know, I mean, for the Dodgers, it's almost NBA like for me for them. No, no matter what they do in the regular season, their season will be measured by what they do in the postseason. Right. Last season was a disappointment. Well. To an extent, I mean, the, yeah, to win 106 games and not win your division is is pretty crazy. Yeah, but um, yeah, they they didn't get the job done, and, and that's been the knock. You know, they've got one strike shortened World Series under their belt in the last what, mm-hmm. five, six, seven years. They've had the top payroll or one of the top payrolls in baseball for a long time, uh, and they've won more games, 451 games in the last five years than any team in Major League Baseball. And again, that's not translating right now to, you know, World Series wins. But. Yeah, it's 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 just that thing. The the yardstick by which their fan base and themselves measure the Dodgers is different. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're the Cleveland Guardians, having the success that they had last year would be amazing. But you're not. You're the LA Dodgers. That'd be a fun World Series, the Mets Dodgers. Well, it can't be. We can't get the Mets and Dodgers in the World well, Series. No, uh, in the they can play in the divisional. Well, they yeah, I mean, or or in the in, 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 in the league championship. Yeah, the league championship. I mean, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. I mean, those pitching staffs going up against each other, and and the and the, the Mets have some hitters. Yeah, I know there's sports. So yeah, it'd be the the East uh, Mets and O East against the and O West Dodgers. That'd be entertaining. Yeah, I I have, I have to spend more time figuring out where we are with this twelve team playoff, and what that looks like. But yeah. we're we're only what, tw- 
22 games, 23 games into the season. Had, had they done it last year, the Reds would have made it as a wild card at 83 and 79. Had they done the format, and then they just proceeded to blow up the entire freaking team. Yep, pretty much. Which pisses me off. So, and have you been watching any of the any of the NBA stuff? You know what? I'm I'm not going to lie to you. We need Jeff in here. Yeah, we do. We we do. Uh, uh, I, I think everything's going according to script, though, right? Yeah, I mean it's it, it it's kind of one of the the only the only series which I think is going to be you know it is almost a foregone conclusion is the 76ers and the Heat. Yeah. And that's with Embiid still being out. Though I think there's some indication he might be able to be back by game five or game yeah, six. Yeah, I'd heard that he, he, if needed, could be back as soon as five or six. But the, where, where's that one stand at right now? Uh, it's 1-0 Miami leads. And right now, as we're recording, it's uh, end of the second quarter and Heat are up by five. Well, I had the 76ers to win it all. So, of course... I cursed him, and their top center went down. Well, yeah. And he's he's kind of the big toe to the foot that is the Philadelphia 76ers. Well, yeah. No, absolutely. And then the Golden State-Memphis, that's turned into a great battle, too. I mean, I going into the playoffs, it was Suns and Warriors in the conference championship. Right. And for me, it was Bucks and Nets. And Bucks are, you know. Bucks are one and one with the Celtics. The Celtics, I believe, for me, they're outperforming. But right now, it's it's one one on the Suns and Warriors. Though, though, my God, the the Draymond Green getting thrown out of the first game over what? If you go back and look at it, that whole pulling on the jersey, yeah. which which admittedly was a was a little a little harsh. It, it was a a, a little. A little more, and I think that was, I think his flagrant two was more a, hey, we've seen you done this a lot before, therefore yeah. we're going to give you a flagrant two. Yeah. Not like the flagrant two in the second game, which resulted in a broken elbow. <laughs> that guy came across his head. <laughs> that was, you do that on the street and you're getting taken out. Yep. So I used to see him physical basketball like that in today's NBA. Well, well, we'll cover it more next week. There should be a little more clarity to the NBA playoffs. How are we doing on time right now, Bob? Uh, we are, what, 30 minutes in? Something like that? Did you just want to go straight to sports trivia, or you want to do any TMZ sports? We, we can go to TMZ sport, though. Though I do I do want to shout out to my Washington Capitals. They beat the Panthers 4-2. to two. Okay. And uh, I know we, we don't talk much about hockey but on, on this program, but uh, we're in the midst of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're in round one. All right. So we'll see where that goes. And who do you like to win that? Well, I, I don't follow it as much as I should. I mean, I I am a Capitals fan, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull for my boys the Capitals and Ovi and Ovechkin, who I think my prediction along with a whole bunch of other people, he beats the great. He ends his career with more goals than Wayne Gretzky. You heard it first from Bob. Well, no, I've heard it from a few others. <laughs> so yeah, so so, so what are your headlines? Well, they're saying Jay Wright is a candidate to replace uh, Sp- uh, Spurs' uh, Greg Popovich. But I thought they were going to go with uh, Becky Hammond. Isn't she still with the Spurs? She's still with the Spurs organization. Uh, I I would like I would I would personally like to see Becky Hammond move into that role just just for what it means. But see how she does. Jay Jay Wright 
really good guy. Uh, another guy who's just come out of central casting, mm-hmm. very good looking man. Um, and had a lot of success there. Better looking than pop. Well, pop is looking a little worse for wear, but <sighs> pop is also, I mean, I want to look as good as pop looks right now when I'm that age. I want to have as much money as pop when I'm that age. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I th- either one of them are going to happen. I think I would be nicer to journalists. Just seeing if there's anything else in here that's kind of interesting. Well, how about the Trevor Bauer suspension? You want to talk about that real quick? Trevor yeah, Bauer suspended uh, two years. Two years. So you think there'll be a former Red? He played for some other teams before that. Dodger. Yeah. Um, do you think that uh, there's more that they haven't told us? I think there has to be more that, that they haven't told us. And, and, and all, all you people out there that are saying, well, he wasn't prosecuted dudes and dudettes. I'm sorry. A prosecutor has a different level of proof than the, than the major league baseball and major league baseball. Isn't worried about getting justice. Major league baseball is worried about protecting major league baseball. Yeah. And they're talking now. It's not only two. Now there's a third one coming out that this conduct is, is pervasive. I'm kind of coming back around on this. When when it was just the one, I was like, if it was consensual, I'm going to throw my hands up and go, it's, it's okay. But now it's three and they're all alleging that he went over the line. Yeah. What seems like when you get that one allegation, next thing you know, the floodgates open. So hopefully they'll all get sorted out. I'm out. I think, I think who should be worried right now is Deshaun Watson. Cause Trevor Bauer is three. Deshaun Watson is 22. And the NFL hasn't come down on him yet. I would be worried about something in the, in the realm of more than a year for Deshaun Watson. If I was him. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's just a bad situation, you know, and, and hopefully everything get resolved. And if there was inappropriate behavior, you know, those women should be treated fairly. And uh, conversely, if, if it's found to be that some of the things are exaggerated, you know, you got to, you got to protect the guys whose the accusations were made against. So yeah, it's, it's, it's tough in this day and age to navigate. Yeah. If it's, if it's one, two, even Bowers three, I, I can go, okay, there might be a chance that there's some fabrication and some embellishment and laying on. Yeah. But when you get to a dozen and almost two dozen, yeah, there's something there. Yeah, yeah, it's usually, yeah. When you start getting multiple situations, then and there's usually some, where there's still smoke like that, there's going to be some fire. And I'm not a big massage guy, but I would think if it, if massage is a thing that you use for recovery, don't you find the one massage therapist you like and go back to that massage therapist? Yeah. You, you don't yeah. go through dozens of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get massages and when I found uh, the person, I'll just say that, that could really give me the deep tissue sports massage that I need. Yeah. You're sticking with that person. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm certainly not inviting him over to my house and jotting around with my junk out. So, yeah. But again, I'm 57 and they're 23. I can't say what stupid stuff I would have done. 30 years ago with all the money that he all has the money they got. Here's an interesting one. Arch Manning. They, the Mannings just continue on. And now they got the kid arch 
and he's narrowed it down to Texas and Georgia. How cool would that be if Texas could pick him up? Oh my God. And, and I, and to talk about Texas, I didn't, I didn't verify this, but I was hearing one analyst say Texas had nobody drafted in the NFL draft. The university of Texas had nobody drafted. That's amazing. But it seems like now they're, they're, they're finally starting to put it together. They've, they've landed a lot of five-star recruits. They've had some good transfers. And if they get Arch Manning, Wow. It's either Georgia or Texas right now. He's narrowed it down. So that's our TMZ sports for the night. Uh, Trivia time, folks. Feel free free to play out there. You can leave us a comment. Anybody commented tonight? No. Okay. Well, hopefully one person's watching. Jesus is watching. Yeah, apparently Jesus always watches. At least that's what I hear about. Okay. So if you're playing out there and you want to add your answer, uh, I guess we'll do it the same way we did last week. You owe me a, well, you owe me a beer. A I don't know. I owe you, I owe you too damn much. You owe me a whole pizza, not even a slice anymore. Okay. So we'll go from left to right, up top to bottom. Okay. All right. Okay. You want to go first or you want me to? You can ask first. Okay. This is kind of long and elongated, uh, but bear with me here. There are two outs with a runner on first. The batter doubles. It, did I give you this one last week? Of all the ones I picked out? No. Okay. Uh, let's restart this. Okay. There are two outs with the runner on first. The batter doubles, but fails to touch first base while advancing the runner to third. The pitcher then balks, scoring the runner and moving the other runner to third. When the pitcher toes the rubber, the first baseman asked for the ball. Yeah, this, this one's too. Oh, okay. Too no, 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 no. I, I, I understand it. And, oh. and the run. The umpire witnessed the runner missing first. How does he rule on the appeal? There is no appeal. There is no appeal. Once, once the next play has happened, Very the, good. it's, it's yeah. dead on the first one. Uh, no appeal. The umpire denies the appeal. The rule saying appeal must be made before the next pitcher play. The ball constituted a play. Yep. All right. I didn't know that. That was a good one. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll stay with baseball. All right. A long fly hits the right field fence. Okay. Mine mine never made it that far. Okay. On the rebound, the ball bounces off the fielder's head and over the fence. That's a home run. There were runners on first and second. Place the runners correctly after this play. Everybody scores. That's a home run. I saw Jose Canseco. It happened to him. Home run, three run score. Do you remember that play? I do not remember this play. Oh, you got to pull that up if you ever get a chance. But, it's hilarious. But 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 I love the parenthetical on the card. Yeah. Home run, three run score. <laughs> right fielder takes two aspirin. <laughs> That's good. Now, if you ever get a chance to pull it up, Bob, it's really funny. Jose Canseco misplayed a foul ball, uh, a ball at, uh, at the warning track. It hit his noggin. Went over the fence. It's probably on video, but it's freaking hilarious. Okay. Okay. Uh, Next. This is... uh, Basketball? It says pro. Yeah, pro basketball. Okay, pro basketball. On a missed shot, the ball hits the rim and bounces over and behind the backboard. I had plenty of those. The ball lands inbounds without touching any... Of the backboard supports, 
Is this ball still in play? I want to say yes. And you would be wrong, and I knew this was no. No, it is a violation because when it hits the top, it's because uh, it hit the rim and bounced behind the backboard. It is a violation, and the ball should be awarded to the opposing team. I don't know how that's physically possible for it to hit the rim, go over, and have enough backspin to come back. I mean, it has to go, you have to go pretty much straight up yeah. to come straight down. I'm sure it's happened, or they wouldn't have it in here. Yeah. But yeah you- that was a uh, – now, I did see Larry Bird once, pull this up on video, actually scoop and throw the ball behind over – Which is legal. Uh, board, and it went in. Which is legal. Yeah. Because I think I tried that tried that shot in my backyard when I was a kid. <laughs> right. Okay, well, that's – okay, 1-0 or 1-1. One, one. No. No, 2-1. No, one. yeah, no, 1-1. One, one. It's still 1-1, one, one, and you have the opportunity to go up one. Right. Pro basketball. All right. How much time are you allowed to shoot a free throw once you receive the ball? I should know that. I won a free throw shooting contest when I was in the eighth grade. I I think the rules in the eighth grade are different than the NBA. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say 30 seconds. 10. Oh, son of a... Well, they take a lot longer than that, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. I've never timed them. Did not know that. Okay. Or even... Two more, two more questions. Two more questions for the, for the win. Um, with one minute, okay. This is pro basketball again. Pro football. Is it? Yeah, the lower left is football. Okay. Oh, you know it helps when you see the see the football, yeah, the, the pictures there. Yeah, <laughs> I only smoke the good stuff. With one minute and thirty seconds to go in the first half, John is injured by a late hit. The opposing team has assessed a penalty for this. Is an official timeout called to handle this injury, or is the defensive team charged with the timeout? No, the 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 injured players team gets charged the timeout, and if they're they have no timeouts, I think it's like a 10 second runoff. It's an official timeout. Because of the penalty. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, this is about numbers, so I'm I'm good. I'm 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 confident that I'm going to stay stay in contention. Uh, pro football, the punt returner attempts to field the punt at the twelve yard line. Okay. He touches it there, but cannot get a hold on it. Okay. It ends up rolling out of the back of the end zone. Twenty yard line. Son of a poopy butt. Too easy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, we got golf to, to see if I can come back. All right. A tee shot comes to rest so close to a bird's nest that the player cannot play his stroke without damaging it. What should he do? Play the ball as it lies. It is not an unnatural hazard. You know, actually, I would think that that would be it. Um, but it does say the player, without penalty, may drop the ball at the nearest spot, but not closer to the hole, which would allow him to hit his second shot without disturbing the nest. This is Petergate. This so is Petergate yes, coming in. This, I'm this sorry. Is, this is, I'm sorry. That's not your daddy's golf. I'm sorry. They would have hit the nest with the birds in it. 
Another pizza, folks. I mean, I'm, well, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm I'm gonna lose, but I want to see you answer your golf question. Okay. In stroke play, all right. John swings and misses a wrong ball that is in the fairway. That would be a John Daly type move. Okay. Does he incur a penalty? He hits the opposing player's no, ball. No, no, no. He swings and misses the wrong ball. Yes, because he made an attempt at the ball. And how much is the penalty? I believe it's two strokes. You're right. I played a lot of golf in my life, kids. Kick my butt again. I played a lot of sports. Was uh, fair to middle it at all of them. I'm I'm blaming this on Peta. I'm bl- I'm blaming tonight's tonight's loss on Peta. Well, this was fun, Bob. And uh, I some admin notes. I know Jeff can't make it next week. I am trying to get Taylor back for next okay, week, we'll so we'll some, see. We'll get some people in. Again, if you're in the San Antonio area, if you watch the pod this long, you want to come up and sit one of the hot seats and sports debate with us. Yeah. So and, and all if, about having fun. And if you're listening to us on a podcast on one of your podcast catchers, come on the YouTube channel and add a comment there if you want to come and join us. Cool. Until next week, as always. OH. And we are out.